0: I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done The almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalms 42 and 43. Like as the heart desireth the water brooks, so longeth my soul after thee o god
1: my soul is a thirst for god yea even for the living god when shall i come to appear before the presence of god
0: my tears have been my meat day and night while they say daily unto me where is now thy god
1: now when i think thereupon i pour out my heart by myself for I went with the multitudes and brought them forth into the house of God.
0: In the voice of praise and thanksgiving among such as keep holy day.
1: Why art thou so full of heaviness, O my soul? And why art thou so disquieted within me?
0: O put thy trust in God, for I will yet thank him, which is the help of my countenance and my God.
1: My soul is vexed within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan, from Hermon and the little hill.
0: One deep calleth another because of the noise of thy water floods. All thy waves and storms are gone over me.
1: The Lord will grant his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night season will I sing of him and make my prayer unto the God of my life.
0: I will say unto the God of my strength, Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I thus heavily while the enemy oppresseth me?
1: My bones are smitten asunder as with a sword, while my enemies that trouble me cast me in the teeth.
0: Namely, while they say daily unto me, Where is now thy God?
1: Why art thou so vexed, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieted in me?
0: O put thy trust in God, for I will yet thank him which is the help of my countenance and my God.
1: Psalm 43 Give sentence with me, O God, and defend my cause against the ungodly people. O deliver me from the deceitful and wicked man.
0: For thou art the God of my strength. Why hast thou put me from thee? And why go I so heavily while the enemy oppresseth me?
1: O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto the holy hill and to thy dwelling.
0: And that I may go unto the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness. And upon the harp will I give thanks unto thee, O God, my God.
1: Why art thou so heavy, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieted within me?
0: O put thy trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, which is the help of my countenance and my God.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Here begins the twelfth verse of the third chapter of Jeremiah. Go and proclaim these words towards the north and say, Return, black backsliding Israel, says the Lord, I will not cause my anger to fall on you, for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not remain angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity that you have transgressed against the Lord your God, and have scattered your charms to alien deities under every green tree, and you have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. Return, O oh backsliding children, says the Lord for I am married to you. I will take you one from a city and two from a family and will bring you to Zion. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with the knowledge and understanding. Then it shall come to pass, when you have multiplied and increased in the land in those days, says the Lord, that they will say no more the ark of the covenant of the Lord. It shall not come to mind, nor shall they remember it, nor shall they visit it, nor shall they be made any more. At that time Jerusalem shall be called the throne of the Lord, and all the nations shall be gathered unto it. To the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem, no more shall they follow the dictates of their evil hearts. In those days the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel, and they shall come together out of the land of the north, to the land which I have given as an inheritance to your father. But I said, how can I put you among the children and give you a pleasant land, a beautiful heritage of the host of nations? And I said, you shall call me my father and not turn away from me. Surely as a wife treacherously departs from her husband, so have you dwelt treacherously with me. O house of Israel, says the Lord, a voice was heard in the desolate heights, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel for they have perverted their way they have forgotten the lord their god return you backsliding children and i will heal your backslidings indeed we do come to you for you are the lord our god truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills and from the multitudes of the mountain truly in the truly in the lord our god is the salvation of israel For shame has devoured the labor of the fathers from our youth, their flocks and their herds, their sons and their daughters. We lie down in our shame and our approach covers us for we have sinned against the Lord our God. We and our fathers from our youth even to this day and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. Here ends the first lesson.
0: as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Here begins the ninth chapter of the book of St. John. Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sin, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to them, go wash in the pool of Asylum which is translated sent so he went and washed and came back seeing. therefore the neighbors and those who previously have seen him the he, he was blind said is not this he who sat and begged some said this is he others said he is like him he said i am he therefore they said to him how were your eyes opened he answered and said A man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and I received sight. Then they said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. When the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight, he said to them, he put clay on my eyes and I washed and I see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. Others said, how can this man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. They said to the blind man again, what do you say about him because he opened your eyes? He said, he is a prophet, but the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called his parents of him who had received his sight. And they said to him, saying, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them and said, I know this is our son and that he was born blind. But by what means he now sees, we do not know, or who opened his eyes, we do not know. He is of age, ask him, he will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone confessed that he was the Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, he is of age, ask him. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word.
1: And make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, make clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that, our flesh being subdued to the spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness to thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. A couple of thoughts about our lessons tonight. First... Start in Psalm 42 and 43, um, which gives us, um, as we enter that posture of the psalmist, um, a meditation on um, the waywardness of the world and how difficult it can be to um, preserve, uh, to to remain faithful um, when it seems like many deny God and deny that he even exists um, and even mock those who attempt to be faithful. um, And this produces an outward kind of conflict um, but it can also um, afflict us inwardly, um, and and you know, and we ask, you know, there is a desire, um, you know, for things to be um, to, to be aligned with, uh, you know, what I what I believe, which is that, you know, God is King and He governs the earth and He orders the affairs of the world and He uh, pronounces and uh, enacts justice, um, and this can sometimes, you know, living in the dissonance of that. Um, and uh, can produce a kind of um, a, a kind of ponderous dialogue in our hearts, um, and you know the psalmist is giving us a good example of contending with the, the anxiousness of uh, of even a faithful life, while at the same time um, watching their thoughts and um, and and very carefully um, speaking back to those thoughts, um, which is in the recurring refrain. Why art thou so heavy, O my soul? And why art thou so disquieted within me? O put thy trust in God, for he is the help of my countenance and my God. Um, You know, there's this, you know, recurring refrain that dialogues with the um, apparent, um, you know, with the the apparent contradictions of that in life. Uh, And this is a, you know, model prayer for all of us, uh, because this is very often the moment we are in. There are times when we are, we experience a surge of confidence. There are times when we are in greater, just um, you know, despondency than this. But this is a good a good picture of the neutral gear of the mature Christian life and the mature life of a praying person um, is to um, you know go about life and to experience the things that both uh, reveal and also seem to challenge God's um, you know who God is and who we know Him to be. And yet continually having that dialogue with the heart and that being the focal point of our prayer of, you know, speaking to the heart, speaking back to the heart, you know, put your trust in God for he is the help of my countenance and my God. Um, and it's it's really to that that intimate kind of uh, inward encounter with God and, and a, restore, a restoration of trust in him um, that we have every time we, we enter into a prayer together and, and every time we enter into prayer individually um, that God is calling his people back to in Jeremiah 3, um, there's theres two kinds of images here, both of which are incredibly close and intimate. One is um, the relationship of a husband to a wife, and the second one is of a father to his child, of a loving father to his child. Um, and in both of these um, metaphors for God's relationship to Israel, there is a, a sense of being bound to them, but there also being uh, a sense of grief Attending that because they have continuously been wayward, um, he relates to them as though he is a faithful husband uh, whose wife has been very unfaithful to him, and who has been a loving father to children who have been very rebellious and who have um, made fatherhood a, a painful thing um, because of the way they have responded to his love. Um, and it is uh, interesting how, in the the perspective of the psalmist, we get the the praying person's kind of regard for God. Um, and you know restoring trust in God um, even though sometimes God feels a little bit far away. in the second one we get God's perspective that actually he is very near and very faithful and it is oftentimes us we are very we are the ones who wander away and who seek um, what we need from from things and people who cannot provide for it. Um, and it's that, that kind of question of the heart. Um, And, you know, and as God pronounces to to Judah, he says, there'll come a time when, you know, you receive a new heart, when there will no longer, we will no longer say that the presence of God dwells in the Ark of the covenant of the temple. Um, Rather, we're going to, it will be, you know, within each heart within the hearts of the faithful people that are given back to them. um, When the Lord turns the captivity, that that is where the presence of God will come to dwell in a new temple made of flesh that the Lord himself will make. Uh, and, as we look at this in, in in through this lens to at the lesson from John nine tonight, this is this goes on being a problem. You have the case of the uh, Pharisees who have pronounced Jesus as a heretic and have have forbidden any faithful Jew from having um from you know from following him and believing in him, uh, even though they are they have to increase in a kind of dissonance with what they are seeing and knowing right in front of them. Um, the religious authorities have made Jesus anathema uh, to you know himself and then anyone who would consort with him. Um, but it, they're now having to contend with the fact that a miracle has happened before them, a genuine uh, certifiable miracle. And they're having to do um, like theological backbends to up to not have to walk back their hasty and probably poorly motivated pronouncement from before. Um, So we'll get more of this story as we go into tomorrow. But the the uniting factor here is, um, again, that prayer from the heart that continually um, responds to the changes that we experience in life, um, seeking God continually and finding, as we learn in Jeremiah 3, that he has been seeking us all along. And and in that encounter, we actually have fellowship because um, we meet the one who has been eagerly wanting to meet us. Just a couple of thoughts for tonight, and we'll conclude with our intercession on page five ninety. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. And it's good to be with you. Thanks to Barbara, my co-leader. Thanks for bearing with us as we make this transition into Zoom. Uh, and uh, we're all going to get used to it together like we did with blue jeans at the beginning. So uh, let's uh, persevere together in that. Have a good night.
1: Thank you, Father Hayden. Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone.